Good morning, everybody. My name's Tom Gannon. I'm joined by Logan Rose, the commissioner of Big League Wiffleball, and he also runs the Western Wiffleball Championship, probably the biggest tournament on, on this side of the Mississippi, right? Yeah, I would say so. Thanks for uh, having me on today. Yeah, thanks for being on. So first, uh, tell me a little bit about like, your league. I know that you guys were at the United Wiffle U17 Championship last year, and you're planning on going back again this year. Mm -hmm. So we are a six-team league in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, we have probably 25, 30 players in the entire league, and uh, we are speed limit, which is 75 miles an hour. Um, other than that, pretty standard rules. Uh, and it's kind of like a content league, I like to say, where we post all the series on YouTube, do a lot of content on Instagram, uh, not necessarily fast pitch. So it's a lot of hitting, a lot of action. Yeah, a lot more balls in play, and you guys do run the bases, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, we came out to one of your games, or it was kind of like a scrimmage between you guys and the uh, SoCal Wiffle Ball League last year. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's get into the uh, the United Wiffle U17 championship. I know you guys made it to the semifinals last year. Uh, what was your impression of that? I know that was the first time they had that. Is there anything going into this year that you might do differently with the experience from last year? Yeah, I just, first of all, it was honestly like when that weekend was over and we were eliminated, it was just like to look back on it, it was the best weekend of the year. Uh, definitely in wiffle ball. Just like great tournament. You got everything going on, the best players in the world there. So, I mean, it's just really a blast. But I would say in terms of the play itself, I think that, uh, I mean, last year we had some guys go day one. And then we threw the same guys day two and in terms of pitching and those players, uh, like we kind of noticed a drop off in velo. So we'll have to think about that this year. And then actually we didn't even use cut balls last year, which we definitely should have, but, um, that should definitely be a big benefit for us this year. Yeah. Pitching two days, definitely a challenge. And then you guys, you guys had like sort of like the concrete scuff ball last year? Yeah, our ace uses like dirt scuffed almost. Uh, so he tried out the cup balls, which we didn't even really like, we weren't really aware that we could do that. Um, so he tried them out on that Friday fan fest. And Carson, who's our ace, who's kind of like dealing, but the accuracy was a big problem. So he just went back to dirt. But this year we should be uh, rolling with cut little more practice with the cup balls for sure well that's exciting and the tournament you guys are running the western wiffle ball championship so that one used to be kind of like the people that have played in tim dean's tournaments it was the same thing where you could scuff the ball but you couldn't mm -hmm. you know dice it up with a knife but you guys are going with the cup balls and the big bats was the experience at you with the main reason for that uh i would definitely factor that in to uh the reason to switching um also i do want to say robles jordan robles who came out to our tournament definitely provided some great feedback on it and that was one of the things they really talked about just uh, especially with our or our tournament we have two divisions where i'm not really sure that many of the recreational guys like care enough i guess like they're just out there to have a good time yeah so uh they don't really need to be cup ball big bad but those guys out there in the competitive division, we noticed a lot last year. We got people traveling in. Uh, it 
definitely got a lot more competitive. So that's why we made the switch as well. Yeah, I think especially just with the pitchers that that you have at that tournament, I've been last year was the third, right? Correct. Yeah, so I went the second year and the third year, and it just there were just so many more good pitchers last year. It felt like a lot of the games in the bracket were just zero zero going into extra innings. Yeah, for sure. So I think that'll inject a little more offense. And then the rules for that tournament, it's closer to the U seventeen rules for UF than the actual UF rules. Like you just gotta feel the ground ball, you don't have to make the throw home, stuff like that. Right. Uh pretty much the same rules uh as the U seventeen tournament. Yeah. In the first three years you were at the uh, the Giants spring training ballpark, and this year it's going to be a different one, right? I forgot which one it was. Right. So first three years we were at Scottsdale Stadium, uh, home of the Giants, and then this year we're going to switch up. Uh, we're going to Goodyear Ballpark, which is the home of the uh, Guardians and the Reds, and uh, definitely, in my opinion, the location, obviously you can't really beat Scottsdale Stadium, but uh, – Goodyear Ballpark, from my experience just being out in Arizona with spring training, I would argue it's the best uh, facility ballpark for uh, for a wiffle ball tournament. It's very nice. And even during spring training, they got like a, their own wiffle ball field set up in the outfield, which is pretty cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. What are some notable differences between Goodyear Ballpark and Scottsdale Stadium? Yeah, so location, definitely a big thing uh but for those who are traveling in i would honestly argue that especially from it's kind of on the way from california if you come in maybe like 20 minutes uh west of phoenix i would say and then just as a facility it's super like scottsdale stadium i would argue is very uh it's old and it's kind of it's in the heart of old town scottsdale and it's uh been there for a while but Goodyear's kind of the opposite. It's very new. It looks a lot nicer, I would argue, as well. Both great stadiums, but I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah, it should be pretty exciting. I know, you know, every year there's, you know, you end up getting a lot of teams out there. It's a pretty good environment. Both years I played, I lost to Whiffzilla and Whifflezilla. They ended up splitting yeah. into two different teams last year, and they faced each other in the finals. Yeah, they pretty much uh, won the tournament for sure. Yeah, and the tournament's still just going to be the one day, right? Correct. Uh, I think we limited it down to three games per team, but um, I think the uh, which will we'll make it a more smooth day overall because I know last year was kind of crammed in. But um, I will say the playoffs now will have a lot more time, and those games, like you mentioned earlier, zero zero. One nothing, like those games are crazy. I can recall yeah. you guys. I think you guys have gone in like tenth inning or something the last couple of years. Yeah, so. both times we lost to Ballion in like the whatever inning because it was you know once you start putting the guy on third base, right? That guy eventually came around to score. Mm-hmm. Which I like. It makes it a lot less likely that a walk ends the game. Yeah, I've I know some people do the bases loaded, which I I've definitely thought about. Um, but yeah, the third base guy kind of makes it so, you know, just yeah, got to be a hit. hit. Yeah, exactly. Or three walks, but you know, that's <laughs> you deserve to lose if you walk that many people. Exactly. 
And it also it's like it only takes one game to slow down the whole bracket. You know what I mean? It's yeah, that's a lot true. Of games that end up, ends up being kind of staggered because you got to wait for the last game to end. I think that happened last year where uh, I don't know which Wifflezilla Wiffzilla was. Which yeah. were, who was I don't who, remember which name, but the, the Dolby yeah. one that ended up going on to win, they were waiting for a while because our game was just yeah. scoreless for so long. Yeah, I do think the smaller zones are going to help a lot because uh, we, it was me, Carson Loop, two others, and then Jordan. And I think we ran into Wiffzilla in the first round. We got like, I think we were the sixth seed, they were the third seed. Yep. And then. Um, yeah, we, I remember facing Randy and he was just like shocking and he was hitting top of the zone every time on me. And I was like, at my shoulders. I was like, there's no way I can hit that. Yeah, he is good. And are you still going to be able to have a whole handful of balls on the mound or are you going to go with just the one ball? Uh, I think we'll allow a handful just to speed the games up, keep them going. Yeah. Keep the pace of play makes the pitchers. You can be a little bit more creative if you have a couple balls that do different things. Right. I'm a fan of that myself. Yeah. Not sure. too many, uh, not too many places you can do that. Like back in Palisade, you had like the whole bucket of balls that you could throw. Yeah, uh, so definitely one of the only places you can really do that. Yeah, I do that in our league where we allow pretty much everything but cut. So right now, I throw one of my pitches is unscuffed. So I would throw that, and then I would get a scuff ball for my screw in my riser. Are there any new teams that we're expecting to have come out this year? How many teams do we have registered so far? Uh, right now, it's been a little slow, actually. I think we're at 10 to 12, but... Usually picks up the last few weeks. Exactly. Uh, we noticed that last year. A lot of the competitive guys roll in last couple weeks. Yeah, we might not even be signed up yet, the Pharaohs. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, for new teams, I think there's some rumors I'm not gonna like confirm anything but uh, i think a lot of the some east coast guys i've been told are interested which would be awesome to have yeah anyone from the east coast that's looking to make the trip out uh i'm sure the pharaohs have a roster spot for you if you want to send me a message go for it (laughs) and then i'm sure you know hopefully there's enough guys to even form a whole team i'm sure jordan might be trying to bring out some some of his guys or something yeah uh also i will say there's tons of i mean I could be a little biased, but young talent in the tournament. Last year, we had the SoCal guys come out. Uh, I've heard that there's more SoCal guys coming out that aren't even in that league. And then uh, our league itself has some, I would say, pretty good up-and-coming players. Yeah, and hopefully I can get some more of these PLW guys to make the trip from Vegas. I know we've had one team the last couple of years, but I don't know. more people seem interested, so maybe we can get two or three teams out instead of just the one. For sure. That'd be awesome. I, when I was talking to Jordan, his experience, like when you go from East Coast to West Coast, he was just blown away by the landscape and everything. So that would be cool for all them to experience. So we hope to have the East Coast guys out. And then um, honestly, we're, we're hoping to have the Watch Momentum crew back. I don't know if they'll have a team. I don't think they will. But uh, if we could get them to have a team, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they might come by and do like some sort of scrimmage thing again like they did last year maybe, even if they don't have a whole team. Yeah, that would be uh, pretty cool. Last year I know it was awesome to have them out. Yeah, it'd be cool to see them like actually compete in the tournament and just see how far they make it. For sure. I think uh, you know, we were facing, 
I faced Sim, and then we faced Bauer. And Sim was kind of uh, his pitching was all right. Uh, definitely, you could hit off him. But Bauer, just being in the MLB, he was like a natural. It was crazy. Within I think it was like an inning, he was like dicing this up, just throwing like eighty-five to eighty-eight mile an hour screwballs. This year, it, it was just crazy. Yeah, I remember he was also at the MLW Valley Whiffs tournament. Yeah. And he was kind of messing around. It's not like that was his first time throwing wiffle balls. It seemed like he uh, definitely picked it up pretty quick, Yeah, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the uh, U-17, this year's going to be insane for that, from what I've seen. Yeah, have they announced all the teams for that, or is that still kind of a work in progress? I think it's a work in progress, but recently, like I've seen... Uh, it's been confirmed that us, the Flamingos, and then on the rise, I believe, uh, they've announced that they're going. And then I would assume Ohio Elite will be back. And then. Yeah, the title. yeah there's some guys called WR Wiffle, I believe, who, uh, who wrote us. They didn't get to make it last year, but I assume they'll be there this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this tournament. It's a great way to kind of end the season. Uh, the mm-hmm. weather's still nice out here, obviously. And, yeah, I hope to see uh, some of you people out there that are listening and made it all the way to the end of the pod. Anything else you have to say or you want to plug? should be a blast. Um, like you mentioned, just anyone who's interested in coming out, love to have you guys. Fun day, cool venue, and it uh, should be pretty competitive with a lot of good teams there. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, and for those of you that play bad at UWF, and you want to get that taste out of your mouth and play another tournament. This is the perfect one to play in. For sure. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and looking forward to you with and this to uh, cap off the season, a couple big tournaments in October. Peace out. All right, thanks. Have a good one.